welcome to Grandpa Hill's True Stories. These stories are for my children, my grandchildren, and all children. Right now, I'm talking to, telling this story to my daughter, and her husband, and four of my grandchildren. One is very old. He's called a man cousin. He's called David. And then there's three others. I'm going to tell a story. This is a story about a grape leaf for my granddaughter, Annette. And it has to do with a very lovely lady, and it's actually the wife of Uncle Andrew's godfather. Oh. No, that's not true. Mrs. Romo is Uncle Andrew's godmother. Oh. That's the part that's true. Well, actually, the whole story is true, the best I can remember. <laughs> So we were visiting the Romos, yeah. the family, and yeah. Mrs. Romo had a project for us. She and all her children, and I and all of my children, our children, Grandma stayed back. She doesn't always do real good in the woods. So we're going out into the fields and into the woods, and what are we going to do? We are going to get medicine. Mrs. Romo knew all the medicines that are out in the woods. Like your, um, like David's other grandma, oh, yeah. Grandma Richmond, she knows all these things about what's going on with the plants. Mm -hmm. So she eats stuff that other people would like look at and go like, yuck. Because she knows they're good, right? All right? So she, we were picking weeds and leaves, and she'd say, oh, yeah, those are good. Boom, boom, boom. Well, one of the things we did pick up was a grape leaf. It's a wild grape leaf that of a certain size that she said was really good. We didn't know what they were good for, any of them. Maybe they'd be good to make a tea. Maybe they'd be good to, if you have a stomach problem or something like that. We had no idea. Or headache. Then we saw something that we have never, ever seen ever before. What? And I was the one who found it. And I had to pick up every one of the children, which of which there's a lot of children there, all her children, all my children, and look at them. And what I do is I pick them up like this, and I get them up high, and they get up, get their head up about here, you know, about a foot above my head. And then they could look down into the tree, and they could see about six little baby raccoons. Down in the bottom of that tree hole. And it was really beautiful, considering that I normally I would kill raccoons and get rid of them as pests. It was so wonderful to see these little baby raccoons. They're like, you couldn't, like, and besides that, when we get into the other parts, the raccoon, like marshmallows are raccoon and stuff. We have to be careful what we say at this part. But anyway, so this, no, we, yeah, we were looking for the mother coon. Because we had scared her away. It was in the middle of the day. And quite often the coons would be settled down in the middle of the day. They'd be like nursing the little ones and stuff like that. But anyway, so we showed them that. And then it's time to go back. And when it goes back, well, Aunt Amy and I, your mother and I, yeah. we were on a different path. Um, we have a track record of bushwhacking. It's not very good. So that's where you go off the beaten path and you have to make your way with sticks and knives to cut a path and whatever. In this case, it's farm fields. And we had to cross the farm field. And that's when your mother 
put her hand on the ground to go underneath the fence where I'm going over the fence. Oh, the bee sting happened. And that's where she got her sting. She put her hand on a, yeah. bee, on a bee's nest. Yeah. Bumblebee's nest. And she got a yeah. nice sting. Like no, actually, sting not a nice sting. That's a misuse of it's the word nice. It's a mean sting. She got a sting. It's a mean sting. Well, it's not really mean because the bees are just protecting their home. Yeah. Okay. It was just, that's what happened. But that's where I didn't learn the lesson from it's the previous bee sting. Because I didn't, we weren't careful at all. We were just, oh, we can cross here. Down goes her hand, yeah. up come the bees. So when we, and she has a lot of allergies, yeah. including bees. Yeah. yeah. So when she we get there, she got a big fat hand. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, can yeah. You can't see her yeah, knuckles like, anymore. Yeah, yeah. This like whole thing's decrease. all fat. And oh, it's like in the treats. Now the Romos, they, the Romo family, they were already home. Because we were a little slow getting home because we had gone bushwrecking and got stung by the bee. And we got in there and Mrs. Romo, she says, oh, we could take care of that. Oh, the grape leaf. Yeah, they got the grape leaf out of the bag. Then we were carrying the bag. You know, here's the bag. Here's the grape leaf. She puts it in the hot water on the stove. Kind of just heats it up. Gets it soft. No boiling or anything. And then takes it out. Wraps her hand in the grape leaf. About 15 minutes later. She's all better. No swelling. Yay! Completely gone. Even with her allergies. And she didn't go see the doctor. She didn't get a shot. She didn't get any of these other things. She Yay! just got a grape leaf. That's cool. And that's my Did story. Did you get to eat grapes? No, there was no wild grapes that we were going to be eating. We probably ate something else. Marshmallow? Yes. Yes, of course. Mrs. Romo was a pretty smart lady, wasn't she? She knew about medicine and food in the woods and fields. Ah, uh, I don't know, Gorf. I think she was wise and resourceful. She knew something about natural remedies and foods in the fields and used them to help take care of her family. Well, I think she was smart. Ahem. Excuse me, my dear fellows. I think I can enlighten you both. Mrs. Romo knew things that others didn't know. This does not happen by accident. Usually, a person like Mrs. Romo will be curious and have a thirst for knowledge. Mrs. Romo reminds me of Mrs. Mariah Watkins. She knew a lot about medical uses for plants. Mrs. Watkins used them as a midwife back in the 1870s. Really? Maybe Mrs. Watkins taught Mrs. Romo. Maybe. But I, I don't think so. Mrs. Rowe was putting the grape leaf on Amy's hand in 1990. That's like 150 years after Mrs. Watkins was nursing and using the herbal remedies. Well, then how did Mrs. Romo get to know what she knew? How did she learn? Some Luke told us. She was curious and wanted to learn. Probably, she asked lots of questions 
and read lots of books. My dear Marshmallow, you have listened very well. Another thing about people that learn true, interesting, and helpful things is that they frequently will share what they know with others. They like to help others and want them to learn too. They hope that those they teach will teach others. So, so maybe Mrs. Watkins told somebody that wanted to learn. Maybe that somebody told somebody or wrote it in a book or made a podcast. And eventually, Mrs. Romo learned it too. Yes, Gorf. It may have happened that way, although there weren't any podcasts back then. I know that Mrs. Watkins did freely share her knowledge with a young 13-year-old boy named George Washington Carver. George went on to share his knowledge about plants to thousands of other curious students. He was a man of science and a servant of God. Wow! Thousands of people wanted to learn, and George shared his knowledge. Hmm, is that why Grandpa Hill tells his true stories? So people who are curious and want to learn will be helped and can help others? Yeah, yeah, Gorf, you got it. Grandpa's stories are about learning and knowledge, and he shares his fun, wisdom, and adventure, and his food. Gorf, that is very insightful of you. Mrs. Watkins was a very nice lady. But I thought you said she lived back in the 1800s. How old are you? 